0: many of you watching this video are either parents or teachers of little ones. And you've come to this channel because I love to share ways for how to help your little one learn how to read. One of the most important aspects when you're teaching your little one how to read, it's going to be the way you interact with your little one in two very specific ways. The first way is behavior specific praise. And the second way is corrective feedback. So in today's video, we are going to talk about those two aspects of teaching your little one. And if you can get these two things right, it's going to really help you while you're teaching your little one learn how to read. So let's get started. The first area that I want to talk about today is behavior specific praise. So I'm not sure if you have seen some of the research coming out about praise lately, but what they say, the researchers are telling us is that when you praise a child in a very vague way that it's not actually helpful to them. So if you just say, great job, or nice work, or awesome, that's not specific enough. It's not actually giving them clues or information about what they did well. And so when you are teaching your little one to learn how to read, you want very specific praise you want to praise them in a very specific way so they know what they did well. So for example, let's say your little one was struggling to blend the word cat, K cat, and they were working on it and they finally got it. You wanna say, great job, but that's just so vague. They don't know what was great. So you could say something like, great job blending those sounds to read the word cat. You're just adding a little bit to the end to make it more specific. Or for example, let's say your little one was trying to form the letter A and they were making a circle and then putting the line. And we know that that's not how we form the letter A. So you've worked with them to form it correctly. And you see them form it correctly, you wanna praise the specific action that they did. Nice work forming your A correctly. I saw you start at two o'clock and go around the clock and then back down. That was amazing. So you're just adding a little bit more than just the good job or the great work. You're making it very behavior specific. Now, something else that I've been reading lately and that I'm really working on myself, which is really tricky, is instead of just saying something like good job or great job and then talking about the behavior, to really focus on the process and not the product of what the child did. So for example, instead of saying, good job reading the word cat, that we want to try to focus on the process. You didn't give up reading the word cat. I like how you kept going when sounding out cat was tricky for you. You had perseverance when you were reading that word. Something that helps them see that what you're praising is the process. You're praising them actually doing the hard work. You didn't give up you kept going. I liked how you were not thrown off by the vowel changing. You really worked through that word. Anything that's specific, but also working on the process. Again, that's something that I struggle with because I love to say things like, good job, great job, and then say what the child did correctly. So I'm trying to also work on praising the process and not just the end product. Praising the work that they did to get there, not just the end. So, That is behavior-specific praise. The second area I wanted to talk about today is corrective feedback. So when we're teaching our little ones to read, it is so important that we point out the errors and we have them fix their errors before they move on. We don't want them to get to the end of a passage or the end of a book without us having pointed out their errors to help them fix it. There's a phrase we like to say in reading instruction, and it is practice makes permanent. If your little one is practicing incorrectly, whether it's their letter sounds or reading certain words or spelling words, and they're practicing incorrectly, that's what they're going to remember. That's what they're going to map into their brain. So practice needs to be correct because whatever they practice is going to become permanent and we want it to be correct. So let's say, for example, that your little one is reading a word and they stumble over it. Let's say it's the word shot, and they just learned that sh digraph represents sh. But I've seen this so many times in kindergarten. A child will come to a word with sh, and they will say, s, h, ah, t, s, hot, s, hot. That's how they'll try to read the word. And of course, we know that's incorrect, so we need to make sure we stop them. Actually, that's not that word. We're going to stop them. And then you could even say, look at the first two letters. That's a digraph. Do you know what that digraph represents? And maybe that's all they need. And they'll be like, oh, yeah. Shh, ah, shot. Like, great job. The word is shot. But let's say you ask them if they know what that digraph represents and they don't. That might happen too. So then you can point out, sh represents sh. What does sh represent? And you want the child to say sh. Great job. Now, can you please read that word for me with the digraph? Sh-a-t, shot. Then the child can read the word. So when you're providing this corrective feedback, you wanna stop and see if they can fix the error on their own first. But let's say they can't. Then you can fix it or help them fix it, but then you want them to be the ones to say it correctly. You always want them to give you the correct response. So let's say for example, they were reading a word and they read the word cup, but it was actually supposed to be cut. So they're reading along the cup, blah, blah, blah. You have to stop them. You don't want them to keep going and then say, nope, that's not the correct word. What word is this? If they know it and they can fix it themselves, great. Then just keep going. If they don't know it, then you need to help them fix it. So then have them read it correctly the cut, blah, blah, blah. You want to make sure that they are the ones that say the correct answer and then they can move on. So that's corrective feedback. And that's super important when teaching your little one to read. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. For more information on helping your child learn to read, head over to my website, littleslovelearning.com. While you're there, don't forget to join my email list so you stay up to date with all things early literacy. You can also find me over on Instagram at Love Learning blog. Happy Learning!